Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous and wonderful Wednesday morning. Hard to believe that good old hump day is on us once again. It is, uh, just, golly, it just seems like the days just fly by anymore. I don't know about you all, but uh, it just seems like it's just, uh, you know, we, we were just here uh, last uh, Wednesday and uh, don't even seem like it's I feel like it was yesterday, and <laughs> here we are back on another Wednesday. So, uh, good morning, Ed. So, I don't know what's going on, why it seems like time is going by so quickly. Of course, and again, I'm covered up, uh, working like a madman here lately, and so maybe that's why it seems like it's going by so quick and so fast. But, uh, everybody has a good day today, and uh, let's try not to let the news and the the upcoming election get us down uh, i know it's easy to get frustrated and aggravated with, with what's going on in the world right now and uh, uh, those who seek to destroy it and it's very evident very clear uh, who it is and what their agenda is so let's try hard to, to keep stay the course and do what we're supposed to do and uh, uh, glorify the lord in our in every thought word deed and action that we do so uh, but anyway, uh, let's just try to make today a good day. You know, we never, never promised a tomorrow. We never know, uh, what, what's going to happen today. So best thing to do is just try to live today to its fullest, live it for the Lord as if it were your last. And, uh, you'll have a much better, better outlook on your life. It kind of makes me think of that song. Um, oh, um, shoot. What's his name? Uh, done that song my next 30 years, you know, where he, uh, uh, McGraw, uh, what's his name? Anyway, you know what I'm talking about. He, uh, uh, what he's talking about, his friend got diagnosed with cancer and, uh, he lived, no, I'm not sorry, not, not next 30 years, but live like you're dying. That's it. Uh, Tim McGraw and, uh, how he, um, was doing all the riding bulls and traveling, doing all these things uh, before he died. And that's what his whole point was to live like you're dying. And, uh, because we, uh, waste so much time on silly stuff uh, that we um, uh, are able, we can't, uh, uh, we don't focus on the things that are more important. Thank you, Brandy, and thank you, Robin. I did. Uh, thank you, Jennifer. I appreciate you, ladies. Uh, Tim McGraw. <laughs> and uh, so I, uh, uh, you know, and there's a lot of truth in that. You know, if you, if you thought today was going to be your last day on earth, you would do things a little bit differently. You would hold people a little tighter. You would uh, uh, say, I love you a little more. You know, it, it's, you know, and we should because God never promised us the tomorrow. So we need to take today and and enjoy it the best that we can. And, uh, and, and you know, let people know how you feel. So, well, uh, let's see here. Let's go ahead and do our uh, Pledge of Allegiance, if we may. And uh, as always, if you're in a position where you can, let's stand and uh, place our hands over our hearts and let us say the Pledge of Allegiance. Attention, salute, pledge. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Praise the Lord for that. Uh, good morning. Now, you know, I like to, uh, Donald Trump Jr. has shared a, uh, a meme, uh, and uh, I, had, uh, I shared it last night. So we had to have a little fun with these NFL players or, or NBA, whatever these sports, whichever it is, NBA or NFL or 
baseball or whatever it is that uh, they should uh, say you can either uh, stand for the pledge or stand for the national anthem or have a big picture of uh, Trump or you can kneel before our president. That would be hilarious to watch because they wouldn't know what to do. Their heads would explode. <laughs> they wouldn't know uh, whether to kneel or to stand or, or squat or... <laughs> I didn't know what to do. I saw that. I thought that would be funny to do to them. It really would. I, they would. Uh, they'd freak. They would. They would. They, you'd probably see spontaneous explosion because they couldn't handle it. But uh, so, so you know, I, I, I never thought in a million years I'd grow up to see a. Well, I'm still trying to grow up. If you talk to my wife, she'll tell you I haven't grown up yet. But uh, chronologically. <laughs> I have grown older, and uh, uh, but I, I never thought I would see people disrespect our nation, our national anthem, our pledge uh, in a way that they do. It just it blows my mind. It really does, and uh, uh, I just don't get it. I just I honestly don't get it. I like what Dad said Sunday. If you don't like it here, leave. I mean, seriously, if you think socialist programs are so great, go to Venezuela. Go to uh, places where socialism is is uh, is killing their country. You think it's so great? Go go hang out in Cuba for a while. I mean, and and uh, then come back and to let everybody know how well and how great it is in this country. So uh, I don't know. It just ticks me off beyond belief. But um, anyway, let's go and look at our Bible verse this morning. We're looking at Second Corinthians chapter four. Verse 2. So if you have your Bibles handy, be sure and uh, look that up if y'all possible. If not, then I do try to make it readily available for you to read along right here. So I'll bring this up. But have renounced the hidden things of dishonesty, not walking in craftiness, nor handling the word of God deceitfully, but by manifestation of the truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. All right. As me, Pappy always says, bless this reading, the hearing of it to our hearts. You know, we look at this verse here. We uh, need to keep in mind, you know, when you see people at uh, church, uh, oh, excuse me. Oh, excuse me. Can't get awake this morning. Um, when you see people at church or see somebody out, you see one side of them you see one version of them uh you know it's easy to put on uh it's not that you're you're putting on i mean i i've met people that just are butt kissers and put on and and uh you know i can't stand those kind of people you know they, you tell they're full of crap as soon as you talk to them two seconds after uh, uh conversation and uh, i can't stand somebody with false humility and try to act like super christian you get a lot of pastors like that sometimes. Like I'm just like, man, just get the heck away from me. You know, I just I, I hate that kind of thing. I really do. Uh, and uh, you know, I, I never really understood what Dad meant for a long time uh, when he said he didn't really care much for other pastors. But growing up in the ministry, even before I come a pastor, I remember him meeting some people, and I was just thinking, man, this guy is out there. But um, you know, it's easy to put on a facade. It's easy to put on a front for a lot of people. Uh, to portray yourself in one way when deep down you're maybe battling or, or hiding something that you don't want the world to see or know. You know, and that's easy to do, uh, particularly if somebody has wronged you in your life, um, or maybe you're uh, dealing with uh, uh, an addiction 
or maybe that you're dealing with, um, who knows, depression or whatever the problems may be. Maybe you're, you're keeping those things deep down uh, that you don't want anybody to see. You know, it's so easy to, to have a, a, your mind as, a, as a, um, uh, a, a, a home full of rooms. And it's easy to have open doors to certain areas of your life. That only, you, only you know, if, if a company comes over, you have like our house. We, uh, <laughs> thanks to the COVID, uh, my wife and me remodeled the uh, living room and our kitchen. Well, we're no longer allowed to use the living room anymore because she don't want to mess it up. So we're relegated. Uh, we kind of turned my office into the family room, and that's where we sit and watch TV. Never thought I would ever have a room, a house like that, where we'd have a, a room that we couldn't use. But, uh, but she said that's reserved for company. That's what you want the company to see, uh, the, the nice, pretty room and, uh, and, and all of its fixtures. You want them to see the, the uh, family room with all the um, dog hair and uh, <laughs> crumbs and things like that, that uh, you know, where you just, you're just comfortable and, and that's where you eat and that's where you hang out and uh, you don't have to worry about it uh, if you spill a drink or something. Well, that's kind of the way we do our lives. It's easy to show the good things uh, and the nice things, uh, but uh, a lot of other areas of life we keep closed off. My point is, when we read this this morning, but I've renounced the hidden things of dishonesty. I'm not saying that you are being dishonest. I'm not saying that you're you're being, as it says here, walking in craftiness or, or being deceitful in any way. But if there are areas in your life that you need to address to God, you know, maybe you're having that grudge towards somebody else. Maybe you have hate towards somebody else. Maybe you're battling an addiction that nobody else knows about. Maybe, you know, who knows what it is? There, there, there may be areas in your life. You know, there was a church sign many years ago, really not far from the house down here. And it always stuck with me. It said, how a man is when he is alone is how he really is. Good morning, Ginger. And uh, so, you know, that's one thing we have to keep in mind. How are you? Do you act one way when you're alone and you will think nobody's around and nobody's watching and, and act one way there or act another way in front of other people? You know, I, I have uh, uh, done quite a few weddings uh, since becoming a pastor, and uh, I can probably count on one hand uh, the bridezillas, if you will, <laughs> you know, I probably, I probably, I can remember at least three. All right. And, um, they were, I mean, super sweet ladies, as sweet as they could be. But then all of a sudden, man, it's just like, bleh, I mean, just total transformation. And I mean, they're going off on their dads and their soon to be husbands and their mothers. And then I'm just like, holy crap. I said, I think to myself, Hope this old boy knows what he's getting into. You know, it's easy to put on a, a good front. You know, that's why I try to tell my kids or they're dating now. Uh, when you date somebody, you're only getting the tip of the iceberg. And uh, you never know the magnitude of what's lying underneath the water there of baggage and things that they're dealing with. And when you get married, you know, you if you listen silently, if you listen silently, when a woman slides that ring onto a man's hand, you can hear silently, gotcha, sucker. Kidding, ladies. I'm just joking. But anyway, <laughs> there's no room to run when that happens. But anyway, I'm just kidding. But uh, but then when you get married, man, you get to see the full aspect uh, of uh, uh, of, a, of another person. And men are just as guilty. They can put on a good front and act like they are uh, have all these things in common. And then once they get married, there's a whole other side the woman didn't know about. And um, then you're stuck. And... Uh, 
because you you uh, didn't allow yourself to be fully open to what's going on. Well, again, it goes back with us with, with God. We can uh, have certain things, certain rooms, if you will, uh, that are that we don't want God involved in. Uh, maybe there are aspects that you like being in the world. Maybe there's aspects of uh, of you have a a work attitude and actions. And it's completely contrary to your work at it. I mean, your attitude and how you are perceived at church. Whatever these things are, we need to renounce these things. We need to bring those before God, particularly if there's bitterness or hate or or things towards someone else. We don't need to let that fester. We need to confess that before God and ask for prayer for that. If you're battling an addiction of some kind, an addiction don't everybody automatically wants to go straight towards drugs and alcohol. Yes, that's there's there's many an addict in those areas as well but there's also uh the uh, uh addiction uh towards pornography and don't think it's relegated just towards being that, that statistically women uh, are, are are insurmountably uh growing exponentially uh in their uh view of pornography uh and so don't think it's just for men uh, or maybe that um, you're addicted to working out. Maybe you're addicted to, you know, you don't always have to be, you know, drugs and alcohol. It can be cigarettes, it, you, know, it's, you know, eating, you know, eating can be an addiction. Uh, but uh, like I said, even working out, you know, I, I have uh, been very obsessed uh, with working out in the past. And I think that's why the Lord, uh, I, you know, I don't like you say 100% sure, but I think that's why the Lord uh, has allowed my health to be, where I can't work out anymore because I do get obsessed. And he wants me to be obsessed with him, not on the physical and not on the things of this world. I need to be full focused on him. That's what we all need to be focused. That's the whole point uh, of, uh, uh, yes, Ed, gossip and shopping are just as bad too. But uh, that's the whole point here is that we need to be focused completely on God. We don't want anything to hinder our relationship. That's why we need to make sure that there's, if there's anything in our lives that we need to renounce, that we need to work on, don't keep those things hidden. We need to bring those things to light and uh, confess those to God and ask God to help us because it's it's easy. It's so easy to to do those things that uh, uh, are not glorifying to God. Like I said, my, my obsession with working out, uh, I can't, if I, like I said before, if I ran two miles, the next day I run, run four. If I run four miles, I'm going to run eight or 10 or 13. I'm just never, it's never enough for me. And uh, Lord just had to say, enough of that. But, uh, but yeah, and like you said, shopping, he wrote on here on, uh, for those who are on the website won't know this, but uh, on social media, they're talking to me here in real time in the chat room. And uh, he's talking about gossip and shopping. A lot of people, they got an addiction to uh, the shopping. And that's a, that's another area of my life too, man. I tell you, I like to shop. I ain't going to lie to you. The girl's got to have her shoes and bags. But anyway, <laughs> but let's make sure if there are those things that we are keeping hidden and uh, we don't want anybody else to know about. And that's fine to a certain extent. You know, there's, there's parts of our lives that we'd rather just keep private and, and, and not make it public. I'm not saying get on Facebook and, and give all your dirty details to the world. I'm not saying that. My, what I'm saying is if there are, there's anything that you know, that you know are not glorifying unto God, then maybe it's time to bring that to light and confess that to him. Let's renounce those things. That's one thing I always pray about each morning before I go to God in prayer is, Lord, forgive me for any sins intentional or unintentional. 
If there's anything in my whole life that I need to confess, if there's anything that I need uh, to ask forgiveness for, let me do that now. If there's weak areas in my life that are weak, I pray about that. Lord, help me. Help me have strength to overcome that, to do better. Because why? Why Why would I do that? Well, well it's because you're a pastor. No, it's not just because I'm a pastor. Because I am a child of God. I am imperfect. I sin. I mess up just like everybody else. Just because I've been called uh, into the ministry doesn't make me any better than anybody else. I'm just a sinner saved by grace. <clears throat> As we all are. There's nobody perfect. No, no, no not one. That's why it's important and imperative uh, that uh, uh, I want to make myself whole before God. I want to be as close to God as I can. I want to have that mind of Christ. I want that relationship, and I don't want anything to hinder or get in the way of my relationship with Christ. And if you've got those areas in that room of your life that you're wanting to keep closed, well, God, I, I don't want you in there. I, I want you in the in the fancy living room, so to speak. Uh, you know, we need to uh, have our every door open to God and confess that to him. Is it easy? No. It's hard. It's difficult because we're struggling and we think we can handle it on our own. And we, we don't even want God to, to even, uh, to be a part of that. You, you want to, you know, and so you kind of keep it over here, but Hey, we need to give that over to God. All right. And if you have a love for any part of this world, and you're kind of wanting to, you're kind of wanting to play church and you're, you're still, uh, wanting to play in the world a little bit too, man, you need to renounce that. Because you're either on fire, uh, all for God, or you're not. You can't sit there and play the fence. What, what does that say? Uh, to be Not to be uh, lukewarm. You're either on fire for the Lord or you're not. And if you're trying to play Christian and still play in the world too, it ain't going to work that way. You need to, again, renounce those things, give that over to God, and let's live fully, utterly, and totally, and completely for Him. It's so easy. The devil knows our weaknesses. And I can get off here right now, and, and I can sin and mess up that quick. I could stub my toe and be like, and maybe something come out of my mouth that shouldn't you know, be like, oh no, what did that come from? Lord, forgive me. You know? And it makes it hard. It makes it, and then you're beating yourself up the rest of the day. But uh, just understand you're forgiven, you are loved. And let's make sure that we are open completely to God. Whatever, however you interact with other people is on you. There are some people who are, uh, are introverts and it's very hard for them to communicate. There's extroverts like me who, you know, I'm pretty pretty outgoing and uh but uh, you know let's just you know however you interact with people that's on you but let's make sure that we're open utterly and completely to god let's be real with god all right guys let's be real it's time to be real and make sure that we are uh, uh are giving our all to him all right and uh, there's no aspects of those rooms that are closed off so and ed said uh amen we need to live like radical righteous yes sir let us pray Dear Father, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, help us to be completely open to you. Lord, help us not to have any areas of our life that are closed off. Lord, let us confess our sins to you. If, whatever, if there's bitterness and hatred or whatever it may be, or addictions, Lord, help us to confess that and give that to you. Uh, Lord, free us from the from uh, this, this sin that could be uh, hindering our walk with you. And Lord, for someone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us. Lead us. God, it's what you all protect us today. Lord, be with our nation. Heal this land. 
that to appreciate your touch hearts and minds like never before. Lord, I just want to lift up a very special prayer for Wendy Lee. I know she had to go in the ICU yesterday. And Lord, I pray to you, God, the doctors and find out what's going on and bring her to full and complete health. Lord, I pray that you continue to be with Kim Penix. And I uh, pray that you be with Roger Winters. I pray that you be with uh, Ron and Thelma Thompson, Ginger and Troy Hood. And uh, I pray that you'll be with Linda and David Feathers. Uh, Lord, I just pray that uh, you be with Fran Pear and, uh, and so many other uh, prayer requests and concerns uh, that I've seen, people who are dealing with loss, and uh, Lord, being healing upon them. Lord, we thank you, we love you, we praise you, and uh, Lord, I just pray that you'll be with our president, give him the proper wisdom, knowledge, discernment, and understanding in these difficult times, protection about him and his family, and Lord, please, that the result of our election be a good one. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, I appreciate all you guys and gals for uh, watching this morning, and uh, of course, it's always a uh, uh, pleasure to get to do these uh, devotions each day, and I hope that they find you find you well, and it's uh, uh, will help it be a good start to your day. But uh, just remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching, and God bless.